0: You're listening to Make Some Noise Podcast, mini-sode number 467. Welcome to Make Some Noise Podcast, your guide for strategies, tools, and insights to empower yourself. I'm your host, Andrea Owen, global speaker, entrepreneur, life coach since 2007, and author of three books that have been translated into 18 languages and are available in 22 countries. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a lesson that will help you maximize unshakable confidence, master resilience, and make some noise in your life. You ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. It's still summer, uh, if you're listening to this uh, during another season. As I'm recording this, it's still summer. It is the very end of July, and we are still in the spirituality and creativity theme. And I coincidentally am doing something creative today. Do you ever get like a wild hair up your ass, and you're like, I'm going to completely move all the furniture around and see what it looks like? My mom used to do this a lot when I was a kid, and I think back My childhood home was fairly small, I believe it was about 1400 square feet um, and it had four bedrooms. And I say it was small because it was a four bedroom house. (laughs) It's pretty small for that many bedrooms. The bedrooms were pretty small, but at any rate, it was something my mom did a lot, and this morning, well, you might have heard one of my um, sponsors for the show is Lang Interiors, and I'm working with someone there, one of the designers, and I'm redoing my living room, and so I was going to wait until I got the new curtains, and I'm going to paint, but I'm like, nope, you know what? I'm going to move everything around, and we have a sectional that comes apart. Uh, I don't really love it. It was sort of a panic buy when we bought this house, because I didn't have a couch big enough for the living room, and unbeknownst to me I knew all the pieces came apart but I thought that it was just because it was annoying like that but you can anyway the long and short of it <laughs> is that I've spent the entire morning taking that sectional apart and putting it back together and moving it all around and my dog is having the time of her life she thinks this is playtime, jumping all over the couch getting rides when I move it around um, luckily it's on laminate so it's really easy to move move around sorry this is so boring <laughs> You're like, what what does that have to do with anything? My point is is that I think that we forget that create how important creativity is to us because I was feeling a little restless. I have not moved furniture around. I think since we settled in this house in 2014, 2015, maybe 2015, something like that. And it feels really good to move things around. I'm just right now, it's just the furniture that we have. I'm eliminating this gigantic coffee table that we've had for 150 years. Um, It's just too big for the space. And um, yeah, just making things happen. It's fun. It's fun. And I, I guess I say that to remind you that there are things that you don't you don't have to go to the craft store and get a canvas and paint or do anything fancy it can be as little as moving things around on your fireplace mantle with the stuff that you have at home that's being creative so that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is the importance of creativity and I think especially in a culture that puts so much value on producing and productivity um, efficiency success those types of things we have you know this has been talked about a lot you know we we have put creativity just for the sake of creativity as a last priority in many cases for for a lot of people not everybody but creativity for fun creativity for exercising your brain creativity for hygiene i was just talking to a client earlier this week and That's the perspective I challenged them to see their acts of creativity in as hygiene. It's important to you as brushing your teeth. It's important. It's as important to you as getting the oil changed in your car and things like that, that we kind of take for granted that we're going to do them. That's what I challenged my client to do. And it really got me thinking as well as, you know, how much emphasis, how much time am I prioritizing my creativity? And I not enough. The answer is not enough. Really only if it's been for my work, you know, this podcast or writing my next book. And we are, you know, doing a really fun kind of secret project with one of my past books that's coming up. And those are all things that are for my livelihood. But like, how often do I really do anything fun that's creative? Not that often. And so it made me think of The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. This was, I believe, her second book. I haven't I haven't I have one of the first copies. Let me see. I mean, by first copies, I mean first printings. So this one came out in 2010. And I believe since then she has revised it. I do not have that version. But I, I want to read to you in in a nutshell, for those of you that aren't familiar with the book, this was the book where she came out with the 10 guideposts for what she calls wholehearted living. And Let's see, which one is it? It is the sixth guidepost. And she says, cultivating creativity. And all of the guideposts are cultivating something. You know, cultivating rest and play, cultivating calm and stillness. And then there's, to go along with that, there is something that we need to let go of. And for creativity, it is letting go of comparison. I'm going to let that land. Because comparison is one of those things. I've talked about that. I feel like in all three of my books. And I hope I am clear when I'm writing about it and talking to you here on the podcast about it, that I don't think we ever get to a place where we completely let go of comparisons. It's something that we do as humans. Um, it probably I'm not an anthropologist or psychologist, but it probably has something to do with our survival, just like making sure we're measuring up and things like that. But social media has brought it to a whole nother level. And Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to: therapy visits, rent, or even extra self help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, "When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind." songfinch.com slash noise. Don't forget to share your song with us too. songfinch.com slash noise. And comparisons can keep us stuck. They can make us feel like shit. They can lead us to behaviors that we're not proud of, you know, gossiping, etc, etc, etc. So I just wanted to Put that bug in your ear. It's not about completely letting go of comparisons. For me, it's about, and I wrote about this in How to Stop Feeling Like Shit. It's not about completely stopping all of these behaviors. The goal is to notice very quickly when you're doing them so that you can course correct. That's the bottom line, really. And that is absolutely true for comparisons, which is one of the chapters in How to Stop Feeling Like Shit. Okay, but back to the gifts of imperfection. This is on page 96 of the print version of that 2010 version. And I want to read these three points that Brene makes. And she says, quote, Let me sum up what I've learned about creativity from the world of wholehearted living and loving. Number one. Saying, I'm not very creative doesn't work. There's no such thing as creative people and non-creative people. There are only people who use their creativity and people who don't. Unused creativity doesn't just disappear. It lives within us until it's expressed, neglected to death, or suffocated by resentment and fear. End quote. And I read that and I was like, dang, just, just tell us how it is. It's that unused creativity doesn't just disappear. It lives within us until it's expressed, neglected to death, or suffocated by resentment and fear. Uh, Yes, I, I agree with that. I believe that. Okay, I don't really have anything to add. Okay, number two, quote, the only unique contribution that we will ever make in this world will be born of our creativity, end quote. What I hear a decent amount from people who I do consulting for people who want to write their nonfiction book. And not all my clients, but some of them say, everything's every everything's been said already. I don't have anything new to say. I have said that, y'all. I have said that. I have like finished a section of my book or finished an entire book and been like, "This is crap." this is, people already know this. It's, people already know this. Why am, I, why am I even putting it out there? And the truth of it is that I do believe most things have already been said and done. <laughs> they have. But they have not been done by you. And I'm sure you've heard that before. They have not been done by you. They have not said been said by you. And I'm sure none of y'all are plagiarizing. But we have to believe that our art, our creativity needs to be expressed by us. It's our, I love that term that she used, our unique contribution, the only unique contribution. And it's very, very true. No one can say it like you. No one can paint it like you. No one can cook it like you. Okay. Number three, quote, if we want to make meaning, we need to make art. Cook, write, draw, doodle, paint, scrapbook, take pictures, collage, knit, rebuild an engine, sculpt, dance, decorate, act, sing. It doesn't matter. As long as we're creating, we're cultivating meaning. And, you know, what's interesting is that when we started, actually, when we started um, getting meals from Green Chef. I I totally don't mean to like plug our sponsors again. (laughs) There's no sponsors on these mini But they, they're like one of those meal delivery services. And it's meals that I would never find on Pinterest and cook ever. They have like words in the titles of them that I've never heard of. But they're all delicious. And the way that they have you plate the food at the end is really beautiful. And it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. And... I always like stand back for a minute and I'm like, that is really pretty. Like, look at the salad and it's so bright green and the sauce on top, the way you do it back and forth and then you fan the, the meat out in slices. And I never understood previously, I never understood why it mattered to people like the presentation of food. I just it's not something like I really care about at a restaurant. I'm like, I don't I don't care if it looks beautiful on my plate. But now that I have cooked it, I understand. I'm like, okay, this make, this is meaningful to me that I have made this food and presented it in a way that's beautiful. It feels creative. It feels good. It brings me joy. It sparks joy. And that's what's important, right? At the end of this, and uh, pointing back to that same client I was talking to about their creativity and i said what's important to you about making time for your creativity how do you how do you feel at the end of it and they said it makes me happy it just makes me happy and that person's partner had said to them you seem more passionate about life the more creative that you are and i was like "Mm -hmm, that's true That's true. Because remember, number one, it lives within us until it's expressed, neglected to death or suffocated by resentment and fear. Yeah, there's that. So my invitation to you is to cultivate creativity. Make time for it in your life. Put it in your calendar if you have to. If you have feelings about it, get curious about it. Do you feel guilty about it? Get curious about that. It's important. It's so incredibly important. I hope you've enjoyed these podcast episodes. By the way, registration closes on August 19th for the Daring Way Retreat, which I'm facilitating Brene Brown's work, com slash retreat for more info on that. And I hope that you are creative. I hope that you spend time prioritizing yourself and prioritizing your cre- creativity and know that it benefits you and does help you stop comparing. If you want to know more how that coincides with comparisons, you can grab this book. We will put a link to it in the show notes. And I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time and that you choose to spend it with me. And remember everyone, it's our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. Bye for now.